everyone, this is Linda Rennie, the founder and the president of Sanction Love Ministries. The purpose of these podcasts is to bring the heartbeat of Jesus' ratifying love to you through the teachings, interviews, current topics, and much more. We plan to cover deep and sensitive topics to create a hunger to know the lover of our souls, who He is in us and who we are in Him. So sit back and incline the ear of your heart to the pursuit of the pursuer himself. Hello, my name is Melissa Norris, and I would like to share with you today a chapter from my book, Messy Poems and Not-So-Private Prayers. This chapter is titled, Shackles Be Gone. The reason why I wanted to read it during this podcast is because I believe right now as believers that we are noticing the encro- the encroaching, the more present pressure of darkness and persecution. Um, we can look at the war in Israel. We can look at the genocide in Sudan. We can look at earthquakes and we can look at the protests right within our streets. And we can look at the border and we can have all kinds of insecurities that many of us have not known as kind of safe, privileged Americans. And um, it really rises up in me that very thought that I am a light and the word says that light overcomes darkness and that I need to be a city on a hill. Um, And so this chapter is talking about Paul and Silas in prison and how they kept kingdom first. So as we are walking through this time and and the politics, it's like it feels like there's two sides. And how do we walk in complete love, even in persecution? I think that this chapter, Shackles Be Gone, this passage in the Bible of Paul and Silas will give a momentary perspective. And I believe in this way, bring a comfort as we are watching the pressures in the world. Come and envision this picture of Paul and Silas with me, starting in Acts chapter 16, verse 23. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them in the inner prison and fastened their feet to the stocks. We know from history that this cell was of the Tullium category, a location deep in the dungeon's darkest, dampest area, a place where people who had a reservation with death went. As if this location in the bowels of the earth was not enough of a threat, the jailer fastened their feet to the cold, wet ground. From 
these stalks were made from a heavy piece of wood which was specifically designed to stretch one in such a way as to create the most constant and agonizing pain. It is here where Paul and Silas are found singing. They sang at the midnight hour a hymn of praise to their king. The melody of worship rang so loud that even at that late hour, all the other prisoners could hear them. As that powerful passage of scripture unfolded, we saw the love of God in action as these two men stopped in their tracks and demonstrated to the jailer the kind of God they served of how Jesus' consuming love is for all men and that God longs for him to know the power of his son's redemption. Even in the darkest hour, these men came to a stop and shined as beacons of light, as testimonies of this instant intimate truth called love. From the scriptures, I believe that our brother Paul was constantly consumed with God's plan for all things leading to eternity. Doesn't Paul show us this in his actions to pause for his torturer's salvation? Let us skip to verse 32, which continues. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all who were in his house. And he, the jailer, took them the same hour of the night and he washed their stripes. And immediately he and all his family were baptized. Here we are again, needing to stop and gaze at the drama of truce unfolding. For in the midst of a great earthquake, in the middle of the night, as the chains were still rattling the release from immediate death, these brothers, Paul, Silas, and now the jailer all stopped. They paused in the spirit and took captive the motions of time. They chose to stay in that divine and present moment, knowing full well that a greater work was laid before them. The saving of their lives was just a part of heaven's work. The pencil of God's kingdom agenda had scrolled out more victories for that night. These men knew enough to know that a divine call had been placed a higher call was sent forth, 
of baptism of newly converted souls written in bold font laying right before their eyes the washing of wounds inflicted by justice and the breaking of bread around a table of fellowship. These words kept glaring back to me as I read the passage. He washed their stripes, and immediately he and all his family were baptized. All in the moment of a chilly night, this conversion of death to life occurred. This former man's life was so changed that the stripes that he had originally seen just hours earlier, the ones he saw as a jailer, the ones he had had no regard for, he was now washing. He willingly washed the backs of Silas and Paul. I am overwhelmed by this passage in the Word, the Spirit of God on display, showing us what the submission of God's love really looks like. It burns a fire in me, a longing to be one of these types of characters and this type of story, one of the comrades that follow like my brothers Paul and Silas in a faith, a worshiper possessed with the kingdom's voice of trust in the Father, commanding fear to go for my own flesh's well-being and celebrating the advancement of the word. Many lives were saved that night in this prison in Rome. Many a soul on this journey with Christ has heard the stop in the track. Many men or women like me or you have yearned to be a comrade like Paul in this story. To have the liberty to care not for our own lives, but rather for the life of another. May our shackles be gone, our prison doors flying open, and may we know enough to know that it's always about the high call of the kingdom of light. This is a beautiful encouragement as we face the darkness in the world. I was actually listening to the news. So there was an interview of a man that was down at the border and he was feeding all of the illegal immigrants and um, people that were crossing the border illegally. And they said, they asked him, they said, why are you, do, you know, feeding these people? They were, you know, trying to get his position. And he said a beautiful thing. He said, I don't believe 
in what's happening here with this illegal border border crossing and it has to stop. He said, but as a Christian, I cannot let anyone go hungry or thirsty. And that is why I have brought my kitchen. So might we balance all things with love like Paul and might we walk as lights in the darkness. God bless you all. Thank you for listening to the Sanction Love Podcast. Our desire is to bring the ratifying love, the binding force of love to individuals with the purpose of increasing intimacy, freedom, and identity in Christ. Please check us out on our website, sanctionlove.com, and all of our social media platforms. We would love you to consider partnering with us in taking the ratifying love around the globe. Thank you for listening and see you next time.